Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hello again. Welcome back to the Bachelor Podcast, And it is over. Welcoming in right now to say sayonara to this season is uh, Katie of our own. Katie, wait. Hello, Katie. Hello. And Katie Thurston is uh, done with her season and she walks out with a ring on the finger. What a night she had. You know, a lot of times we make fun of the the most dramatic ex, the most dramatic whatever. This may have been the actual most dramatic after the final rose, only because it's so rare to see this sort of showdown between two people that a lot of us thought were going to be engaged at the end. Yeah, absolutely. I think this definitely lived up to the most dramatic finale ever. <laughs> Which <laughs> at least at least top two or three. And considering there really wasn't much to the actual finale itself, I think that shows just how bonkers this was. I agree. And we will get to Greg V. Katie two in a second, but we should cover what happened leading up to this battle royale. And this was, as always, continuing from the drama from last week of, as they, uh, the hosts put it, is Katie demanded we book her flight home, which I don't know that we ever heard her quite demand it. And we, like, is Tasia and Caitlin really going to do that? <laughs> Hold on, that, let me jump on Priceline. Is that in their job description? Yeah, exactly. And so I thought that was a bit much. But what I thought was very interesting is they had Katie out early just to talk about what happened and sort of do a postmortem on Greg, which gave me a lot of relief personally, because I was so freaked out last week that, oh, my God, she's still somehow going to end up with Greg. And they squashed that right away. Oh, yeah. They did the first, I think it was first 13 or 14 minutes, and it was recapping last week, basically, how well the hometown went and then how quickly it went downhill from there. Uh, she was saying how she was just feeling defeated and that she was on her knees begging him to stay, which I don't know. I mean, I'm definitely not Team Greg. Let's just put that out there. But but she like accused Greg of kind of abandoning the relationship, but... I don't know. In a way, she was kind of doing the same thing. She, he definitely started it. And I'm, again, I'm not siding with Greg. I'm full on Katie on this, on this. But um, I think the way that 
she described it with a bit stretch of the truth wasn't completely accurate from what we saw i mean right again it could have things could have been edited out to make her seem a certain way to make him seem a certain way um so it was interesting to hear her thoughts on what happened what we just on what we just watched 100 percent. and i watching her i kind of assumed that listen if any of us had the ability to watch back, you know, a big breakup oh that we had and then could sit on it for a couple months and then have the chance to then say, oh, what you thought about it. Because if I went and talked to you after your last breakup, mm -hmm. right as it happened, and then I said, oh, yeah, two months later, showed up and be like, never mind. Here you can watch it again. Now tell me how you feel about it those are going to be two very different descriptions that you give me. Exactly. And so I think it went from obviously in the moment she got caught up was more or less begging him to stay and for her to watch it back and sit with it and talk with people and get opinions from everybody and their mother, including us. I do think that played into how she went all the way to the other side and now had this two months worth of, or however long it's been of like, no, this is how I need to respond to what I went through. Yeah. And not everyone, well, really no one has that opportunity to go back and, and see that. And I think that's why, you know, jumping ahead a little bit, I guess, um, is why she was so, so angry about, everything that happened and because she was able she well she watched it and then she watched it that night and then she had time to you know formulate what she was going to say what she was going to accuse him of what like how it was going to play out absolutely and so they just rev her up on the the couch and then it's like okay now we're going to go back to the show and you know it was a little out of place it was kind of it kind of just jumped everywhere yeah, they probably could have just held off Katie until the end. But again, I think they were more or less addressing the worry people like me who were thinking, oh, is Greg going to come in at the end somehow and, you know, try to get back with her or, or is she going to go? Like, they were just getting that out of the way right away. Like, Greg's over. Why would they want to squash that? Like, why not keep that <laughs> suspense of, you know, especially when we knew it was basically Blake almost the whole episode because they kind of you know squashed the whole justin thing too towards the beginning yeah <laughs> i i can only assume that because it, it this these last couple weeks were definitely a pro katie edit uh, mm -hmm. as and that's someone who like you was team katie throughout this back and forth with her and greg i do also believe and that doesn't change how i feel i'm still 100% Katie, 0% Greg. But I do think ABC went out of their way and these producers to make sure like, okay, we need to make sure she looks as best as possible here. So she definitely had the help of, of people cutting this up. And I think part of that is making it clear that no, 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 this, this woman is not chasing after this guy who seemed to be that showing some very abusive tendencies and 
this th- that was never a part of the equation. She was just getting over a breakup, and that's it. It wasn't. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe I'll get back. Try to get back with him. If any of that happened, they were not going to include it. Yeah, I thought there there was a part of me last week that was like, he's going to show back up the next uh, in the finale and like try to get her back and whatever. But last week when I saw her making comments already about gaslighting and all this stuff about not knowing what love is, blah, blah, blah. I was like, no way. (laughs) Unless he comes back and there's a whole nother blowout. (laughs) Yeah. We've, we've seen a lot of crazy stuff over the years, but that's a good point. That would be pretty hard to come back from when it's one thing to get over a fight. We all do that. But it's a whole other thing when you're accusing someone of gaslighting you and then be like, no, never mind. Let's get married. Yeah. Actually, I choose you. (laughs) So we go back to New Mexico and you know, she's still at this time processing what happened. And we have this weird situation of, you know, the guys, again, this quarantine thing that they've changed it where in fantasy week, the guys and or gals still see each other, um, which is weird to me. And, but Tasha and Caitlin are like, okay, so Greg left and made it very clear that he left and not just um, he isn't here anymore, which they could have left it the door open a little bit. Yeah, no. Um, and I don't know if that was just, if it was specifically said that way, or if that just happened to be how it was delivered, but the way they put it immediately, both Blake and Justin were like, uh, wait a minute. So are we just (laughs) here because we're here? Like what's going on? Yeah. And I think, you know, they told her that she's basically devastated and that she doesn't know basically if she wants to continue or or what. So it kind of makes them think what happens now. But then they're like, but don't worry. You're still going to get your uninterrupted time. She's heartbroken, but you get a date. <laughs> but let's go through, throw some paint balloons. Yeah. And it was bizarre that they start this date off and it's like nothing happened. And they have that the paint balloon stuff and then they go to the hot tub and then they choose to like, okay, now that we're half naked, now let's talk about this devastating breakup that I just had with another guy. Um, you know, could have been a day ago. The least amount of hot tub we got in a season. It really was. And I don't know. I mean, it's not, you know, she's in good shape. The guys were all jacked. So I don't, you would think the whole group would have been like, let's find a place to, to not wear clothes. But this was definitely low on the hot tub meter. Yeah. We always get a lot of hot tub. Oh, very disappointing. Um, But so then we get some hot tub time and it's, to me, it's super weird because they're, I I don't want to say setting the mood because you're already in a hot tub, but then all of a sudden it's like, Okay, so Michael left me and Greg left me. <laughs> so like in detail too. Mm-hmm. Like it was just like she started all the way from the bed back at Michael. That's right. He knocked on the door and he came <laughs> in my hotel room. She, imagine if she just like went to like night one and was like, All right, night one I got rid of <laughs> this is what I felt about them. Um she didn't include Andrew S in, in this, which was which was interesting in the recap of breakups. But. Yeah, and then I ran after him and then I jumped in his arms and <laughs> I ran down the stairs. 
Um, but yeah, it was, it was kind of, I don't know. It was weird. Like, I, I mean, it was, it was nice of her, I guess, to explain where she's coming from because she, in a way she did owe it to Blake. I think after hearing, after Blake hearing that, you know, she was devastated when Greg went home, like she wanted to be like, this is how it happened. This is exactly how it happened. It's, this is, I, I was there and these were my thoughts. This is what I was thinking of him. You know, I, I cared and I cared for Greg that much. And I was just devastated that he left, but I still want to move forward um, in this journey or process, whatever. Drink. Um, and then he kind of, he was kind of confused, but then also like, okay, I love you. <laughs> like, not directly like that, but, um, I don't know. It was, it was kind of weird for, I guess, for it to happen in a hot tub like that, like you said. Yeah. And every year we talk about, and, and as of last week, we talked about, wow, imagine being this, you know, this other person who has no idea this stuff is going on and then you have to either, they have to tell you about it off camera or you, even worse, you watch it on TV. And we've mm -hmm. heard other people in the past like, I couldn't even watch it, I didn't watch it. Um, and so I guess you're just sort of getting ahead of that is we always do say, hey, these people are going through this process without knowing what's going on. Like if Brian had known at the time that um, Rachel was like, uh, begging um, Peter to stay. Like, right. does does that affect the, the what happens at the moment? Now, when they can sit down without cameras and that she can explain her side, clearly it wasn't an issue because they're still they're married and they're happily ever after. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I guess it's just her doing that. What we've asked for for years is shouldn't everybody have all of the information? available to them or what should be available to them before making a huge life decision. Yeah, I agree with her decision to do that. And I, I mean, honestly, I would want, you know, the person I, I was dating to, to tell me that too. Um, so I do appreciate her decision of just like, this is what happened. Don't listen to anyone else. Like I am heartbroken, but I still want to continue. And let's just move on from it. Yeah, and, and she moved on from it. She sure did. It, so she she spills all this to him, and he says, "Wow, that's a lot. Let's make out." <laughs> okay, that's all we want to say about that. Uh, and then they, you know, they they head off to dinner, and Blake has decided, like, I'm going all in. I'm gonna tell her. Uh, I'm gonna tell her I love her, and you know. But at the same time, like, then pulls out sort of the Greg of, well, what if she doesn't reciprocate? Not saying that he wouldn't be engaged to her if she didn't reciprocate, but it was still something. I think he basically he was saying without knowing exactly what happened. I don't want to hear. I love looking at you. Yes. Even if he's not expecting a full reciprocation, he probably just wanted a little bit more than than what Greg got when he said it. Yeah. And he, and nothing, he got it. And he and he and that's the thing. So. <laughs> He he does the whole thing, and I just I understand now a little bit of what the the pro Greg people are saying. Of oh well, if she's saying it before the end, well then why couldn't she have said it 
to Greg. Yeah. Yes, but with when Greg was still there, first of all, he started acting like a child. And so even if she was thinking about it, do yeah. you think that at that point she's going to say, oh, yeah, this is totally a guy that I want to now stop and be like, oh, no, never mind, little yeah, three-year-old, yeah. you know, wow, wow, wow. Yes, you can get what you want now. Um, and she had th- at this point decided this is the end, mm-hmm. which she clearly had not decided with Greg. Yeah. I, I think with the whole Greg thing, like when he started acting like that, I think in her mind, she was like, well, maybe I don't, this isn't what I want. Like, I don't want any part of this. Um, so I'm not going to chase after and say, I love you. Like, this is, this isn't who I thought you were. And I saw a couple people suggest, and I think it's a little bit of a very, very thin ice argument here of, well, she wanted to tell him only because she was worried, oh, if she doesn't tell him back, well, then he's going to leave too. And then she's, you know, I mean, come on. Did We could say a lot of things about Blake, and we have said a lot of things about Blake. As much as I wanted to hate him, I, I just, I couldn't. But mm-hmm. I really, in no scenario could I have seen him, if she didn't reciprocate right at that moment, I'll just be like, that's it. I'm headed back to Canada. I don't know yeah. if this is a boot, but I'm out of here. Yeah, I don't think he would have left. Um, I think, I mean, he was aware that she wasn't going to use use that word until she knew it was one person at the end. Um, so I don't think, I don't think he was like expecting it. Um, I mean, he could have been fine, I think, with just, another way of validation maybe, but I don't think if she didn't say, I love you, he wasn't going to start rethinking everything and spiral like Craig. Flip out. I'm not going to do what y'all think I'm going to do, which is just flip out. Yeah. Um, I think he would have been fine with just continuing like how the show is supposed to go. Yeah, exactly. Wow. What do you mean? You were on a show here. Oh my God. This is incredible. This is breaking news. I can't believe someone would, would act like they're on a show that they're on. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. So incredible. Uh, and they decide to forego their, their own rooms, which shocked her. Exactly. Thank you. Breaking news. Uh, Katie and Blake want to have sex. And God bless. Um, and something that I think was glossed over was the next morning, they, you know, they're having breakfast in bed. And, oh, look, maple syrup. That's not like, ha, 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 maple syrup. But did you notice that the maple syrup already had a whole lot of missing out of the bottle? <laughs> I didn't notice that. So I guarantee you this resort is not giving them anything but brand new condiments. <laughs> so guess what, folks? That was not the first time they were You just use your imagination. <laughs> they had talked previously about maple syrup, oh, and I yep. think... During the multiple times, as Katie put it, uh, yeah. I think the maple syrup made an appearance at some point. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> and so they have this this overnight, and she, uh, Katie tells Caitlin, oh, my heart is with him. It's incredible. Multiple times, Best blah, blah, blah. Best day ever. Best day ever. So I think Caitlin was asking 
the same question all of us were, and not as a surprise, because I mean, none of us thought Justin was long for this, um, although we also didn't think he'd make it to the final two, so whatever. But was, well, Justin's still here, and he's expecting a date today, so... <laughs> Cue Justin having all these high hopes for the day. <laughs> oh, you it's know, so sad, honestly. It is. I think it would be worse if it wasn't, like I said, someone that we knew but didn't know, you know, wasn't going to be yeah. the one at the end. Although, once again, also shocked he made it this far. But for him to be, it is tough to see him like, you know, I'm ready to... I'm falling in love with her. I'm ready to tell her that. And, you know, can't, can't wait. Like everyone just cringes. I hope to get those assurances from her so we can take that next step. Yeah. And to be greeted with, can we talk? Yeah. Mm. And she's not dressed up, so it's not. Yeah, yeah. Um, and explains in less detail about what happened with with Greg, and thankfully no, well not no, few details with Blake, saying I did have my overnight date with him. Yeah. Um, and listen, I have to imagine Justin. I know there was a lot of screaming and yelling about rankings, and oh, you can't possibly be think. Let's be serious. If you're on this show and you're not in your mind thinking okay, I have a better relationship than that person or that, like, you're just not being... That's just natural. Like, that's... Exactly. So even when you're you're trying to, or dating someone or trying to date someone, you're, you're thinking like, well, that person could be trouble or that, like, it's just human nature. Mm-hmm. So he had to know. I mean, for all this, the dumb things he's clearly said pre-show, he still doesn't seem like a dumb guy. He has to have it in his head, like, okay, I've got to be third of this group, right? I mean, you would think. I mean, it seemed pretty obvious, but. And he did talk about how they had moments together that what weren't shown, fine, but still, it clearly could not have been nearly what we saw with the other two, or with Michael, or with Andrew. Yeah. Okay got to be doing some rankings and be like so he had to deep down know like this was even though i'm down to the last three then the last two is probably not going to be me yeah you would think you would think <laughs> thank you and i don't know so, you know so he's a little shell-shocked at the moment probably just because he thought well at least i'm gonna get a date out of it i'm sure he wasn't thinking i'm gonna get sent home before my fantasy suite yeah um well, e- even when she mentioned that she did say I love you to him, he was just like, you could just see the the moment his eyes were just like, okay. <laughs> if you go in slow-mo, you can see where his heart breaks right here. Exactly. Um, I mean, I, I think he he took it well for being shocked, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they it wasn't wasn't a fight or anything. It was just like, you know, I hope everything works out for you. Um, and even, even at the, after the final rose, like it was still, he was definitely more emotional there because like we talked about earlier, like he watched it and he had time to think about it and of, of how sad he actually was. Um, but even there, like they were so nice to each other and they were just like, you know what? We're not right for each other. Like, 
but we, I wish you the best. Like there's no, no hard feelings. This was more of the typical breakup yeah. on this show where even when it's emotional, although 95% like you, of all of them, 95% right? and, and you had a great point that he was actually more emotional on the couch than he was in the actual breakup. But this was more of what we see. And cause him leaving from New Mexico almost seemed like a goodbye from like week three. When it's like, okay, mm -hmm. well, listen, I hope the best for you. I hope the best for you too. You're great. Okay, bye. Right. Uh, and that must be how he deals with shock. <laughs> sure, and uh, absolutely, everyone's going to respond differently. Uh, but it was definitely much more of what we always see on these after the final rows. Is you get people on the couch, you say, "Oh, I it was tough, but I really I'm glad you found your person." Oh, shucks, golly, and yeah. we're going to be BFFs and. Hope the best for you. Yeah. And yeah, uh, yeah exactly. Um, and then and we that get... montage of him was just like perfect. Like his expressions are just love it. Well, it was the a best... great addition. It was a great addition. And the best part is that he never realized that he made those faces before. That because so many times a person comes in knowing that like that's going to be their thing. I'm going to be the funny guy. I'm going to be the whatever. I'm going to be the narrator. He had no idea he was going to be the crazy eyes guy. Yeah. And even as he was, they played it for him and he reacted to it. Like, did you know you did that? His face was making those expressions again. No. And yeah, exactly. So he didn't even know he was doing it at the time. So I actually believe him when he's yeah. like, I know I had no idea I did those sort of things. And, the fact that his top moment on this show came on after the final rose, showing us him just bulging out his eyes, tells you why we were all wondering how he got to be in the final two. Yeah, like yeah, it was a it was a great like closing closure of of Justin. Yes, and what I was starting to think for a while could have been the closing of Blake. Blake has to meet her, Katie's family now. And it's not really her family because you're talking about a mother and aunt. So yeah. if the hardest person you need to work to impress or are unable to impress in someone's family is an aunt, and I know you're very close with your aunts, and yeah. but even for you, I'm sure if one of them disliked your husband when mm -hmm. he was going to propose to you, I'm sure you're not going to be like, well... Aunt Joanne, oh, right. <laughs> Aunt Joanne doesn't like Nick, so Nick's got to go, you yeah. know? <laughs> so, listen, this whole situation was super weird. Clearly... You noticed at the beginning, before Blake met the family, did you catch that he was like, I hope I impress it for parents? Oh, I didn't. He said parents? Yeah, yeah and then I was like, did they, like, have that conversation? <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! Now that that I, I imagine because, because right away I was like, "Wait, what are you talking about?" Because she obviously lost her dad, so I was like, "Do you just mean like maybe you should have probably just said family?" Yeah, and I I mean I don't know if her mother's remarried or or what that situation is. I'm guessing not, since he she just the aunt was with them, yeah. um, or aunt if you prefer. Um, hmm. You know, I'm sure there are people screaming at us. It's aunt. Right? Because you're an aunt person, right? How do you say it? I say aunt, yeah. Aunt, yes. Aunt. I'm sorry. I say, I say aunt. Yes, I know. <laughs> aunt are the little things that, the little black things that crawl around on the ground. I know. Yeah. Aunt. Uh, 
So your auntie um, was there with uh, with Mama, and um, we've seen this plenty before. The person that decides, oh, I'm going to come on this show, and I'm going to cause trouble. Mm-hmm. And that's all she was there to do. Obviously. And she did it. <laughs> it's just... <sighs> I just, I kind of wish we got more than just Blake with this, with, with her family to see if it was just because she knew about Blake, like the past, like last season, because, you know, he quote unquote flunked out. Um, or if it was, that's just how she would be with anybody. So I kind I kind of wish we got, you know, a Justin Justin family date. <laughs> she would but, have eaten Justin alive. Oh my god. Well, that's oh, that's so you, so you, know, do you is was she just hard on Blake because she didn't like his background of this is his third bachelorette, mm. or is this just how she is? I think this is just how she is. But. Yeah, I have a feeling she wouldn't have liked anyone under any circumstance because Blake, I think, gave really solid answers. Um, that still left some to be desired, and I get that. But no matter what he said, she was clearly going to say, oh, no, little boy, you don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, and that's, that's not how this works. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, well, you need to figure this out. And these are big things, and these are conversations. And it's like, chill. Which I understand, because, like, obviously where you're going to live, right, when this is over, like, that's a huge thing. But you can't ask them, like, what's going to happen when you get in a specific fight in your marriage, like you can't, you can't predict for what fights you're going to have and how you're going to resolve them. Like you figure them out as they come up. Yeah. All you need to know about what was her name? What was her name? Aunt Lindsay. Lindsay. Okay. So all you need to know about Aunt Lindsay, at least for me was when Blake is, gushing about Katie and just saying, oh, you know, well, why, why, why? Well, I mean, we're just so similar. Like, oh, what, you have a vibrator too? I I didn't need to know anything else from Aunt Lindsay at that point because clearly she was only there to just kick Blake for anything that he said. Yeah, and when she said you better be, you know, secure when you're coming into our family and at the end of the day you're here because we want you not because we need you but he didn't say anything about katie needing her him like he never said oh katie needs me that's why i'm here absolutely it was just like and that he he was scrambling because like i don't think he was expecting for someone like this to be like we you're only going to be here because we want you like she didn't, he didn't say anything about Katie needing him. No. And then for her to, and this is what, where you know that she's BS, is she then goes sits down with Katie, and the first thing she talks about is, oh, well, he's going to be gone for a month at a time? A month is a long time. How can you not have your husband around for a month? Like, yeah. wait, so does she need to be independent, or does she need her husband around all the time? Or, right. I don't know, is she an adult that can figure something out? I mean... I just, she was, again, she was there for this specific purpose and this specific purpose alone. Yeah. And it just, I don't think it added anything to 
this relationship. Like, I don't know that either of them walked away with like, oh, well, these are some really great points from Aunt Lindsay. Yeah. I mean, if anything, it, it made Blake kind of like all, all frazzled about everything. I mean, it wasn't, didn't impact him on his decision. Like what really impacted him being so uncertain at the, towards the end was, you know, actually seeing the rings and everything. But I don't think because he talked to her aunt, it was going to be, it was going downhill. Yeah. And I was worried that when he sat down with her mother, that it was going to go that same way because she started out pseudo, I don't want to say difficult questions, but sort of pressing him on like, well, do you want to move in now? Do you want to, when do you want to move in? How is it? But then very quickly when he gave again, the quote unquote right answers, she started crying and saying, I just want her to be happy and ultimately gave the answer that really all parents should be giving is that as long as she's okay with you and she's happy, that's all a parent wants to see. I felt the same way because she was like, you know, we don't rely on men. You have to be independent. That's how we raised you, blah, blah, blah. And then I thought it was going to go the same way, as you just said, down the Lindsay route. And I was like, this poor girl and Blake, honestly. And, and then she's like, I'm happy for you. Like, whatever you want to do. After they came out of the the date and they were sort of doing their wrap up with each other, like, so how did that go? That was sort of crazy, huh? I really wanted them, and maybe they did, we didn't see it, but I really wanted them to talk about the, let's say, intensity of Aunt Lindsay. And mm-hmm. instead it was just like, okay, that was crazy. See you later. Let's go to our date tonight. Like, right. They didn't really sure. talk about it. Mm-mm. At least it wasn't shown. Exactly. And we only got the beginning of the seeds of doubt with Blake. They started, this is where they started really laying it on thick that, uh-oh, Blake isn't ready to get engaged, folks. We better be prepared for this. Yeah. I, I forgot to mention this earlier. I thought it was strange that we didn't see the moment that Blake found out that he was the only one left. Like he, before meeting the family, he, he just casually mentioned, he's like, because I'm the only one left, like I need to blah, 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 impress. But we didn't see the moment that either Katie or Tasia, Caitlin came in and said, oh, well, you're the only one left. Like Justin, Justin went home. I thought it was, that could have been a TV gold moment. And especially with how we saw it build up in his head you know, and, and sort of the, the, the highest point being looking at the rings. Um, that's a really good point because I am assuming that's really probably when the mind started going in overdrive because then it becomes really, really real. We're like, Mm -hmm. Oh, not only am I, so I don't have to think about, well, maybe she won't choose me. Now it's like, Oh, she's chosen me, but it's, all on me now whether we're going to get engaged or not Uh uh-oh yeah oh this is actually this is real life well i think it sort of speeds up the process in your head you're thinking oh i have another week or i have another five days or i have whatever it is i don't need to make that decision yet. i know this is a rushed rushed process but i still have time you know she's still going to go on a date with justin she's going to oh no no there's no 
Uh, so we're going right to. Okay. Okay, so that's tomorrow. <laughs> hmm. Okay. And then. Didn't even have enough time to get Neil Lane there. Seriously. And so, because they go right to this date where they're, you know, talking about all their insecurities and, or, or fears. And I think then you're just like, no pun intended, throw gas on the fire here of, in Blake's head, he's hearing all these things like, oh my God, she's worried about being abandoned and she's worried about, you know, opening herself up and then getting rejected and all yeah. that. Like, okay, so basically every fear you've I ever <laughs> ever had, you're telling the world. And now if I don't propose to you, I'm going to be the person doing all of those to you. Cool. Yeah. No, pre no pressure. No pressure at all. Um, you know, we've talked about from week one that there had all been these rumors about, you know, okay, production ended a week early. And what what did that mean? And I think, like you just said, nothing says that more than Neil Lane having to FaceTime with Tasha about, like, we need the rings now. And, yeah, like, we don't have time for you to come here test quarantine for your five days right. and then film your segment. So just overnight the, the rings now. Send the goods. Yeah, send the goods. We'll have Tasha be your your ring salesman as opposed to you doing it yourself. He still got his FaceTime. Yep. Literally on FaceTime. Um but I think that says more than it like confirms more than anything about how this sped how up quicker than they were thinking. Because even with cutting down to, okay, it's Blake, you still could have extended it a few days to get him his quarantine. Right. But I don't, I wonder if they, the show was worried, like, okay, she might just stop at any point here. So we, we need to we keep... We gotta get a proposal out of this. Yeah, we need to keep this ball rolling downhill here because if we have any stops, we might not start up again. Yikes. Yeah. Yikes is, is the right word, and... Um, especially when you saw Blake's face as he's looking at these rings. I mean, you would have thought he was getting his teeth pulled yeah. while he was looking at these rings. And not only that, but you're looking at rings like with your ex-girlfriend. <laughs> Just standing there. They probably could have had Caitlin do this. Yeah, I was wondering why it was Tasha. <laughs> Because I do forget about that often, um, and I was reminded when they were sitting on the couch later and Katie thanked her for introducing them. And I'm thinking, yeah. oh, yeah, thanks for not getting with him so I could. Um, yeah. Thanks. So, yeah, I'm sure that didn't help matters at all. Uh, and I do think that they cut around things to make it look like he was having more doubts than he was. But watching this segment mm -hmm. where he's looking at all these by the way, free engagement rings um, that I'm sure he does fine for himself. I mean, he, I know he does important work, but I'm, whatever he makes, he probably isn't affording a ring of this size. Right. Um, so you're getting a free ring. I'm just, you know, not that that's going to make you make a decision, but certainly doesn't hurt. And seriously, have him walk around like you're deciding whether, okay, do I lose my right arm or my left arm? What do I do? Oh, this is why this decision in my hands. Oh my God. I didn't know this was gonna happen. <laughs> Seriously, I mean he's, he's he's picking up the ring and he's thinking, Oh, 
okay, yeah, this is a ring, cool. And you, you could see Tasha just wanted to slap him. Be like, yeah. wake up. Oh, yeah. What are you doing, dude? Like Yeah, she she even said if you're if you're not ready for this, then let her go. And then that kind of sparked like, well, I don't want to let her go, but Sure. I mean, and that was my feeling when she, she said that, that was the only time, even even through the later arguments, this was the only time where I yelled at the TV because it was like Yes, get engaged or break up. How dare you want to maybe just date for a while? Oh my god, this is terrible. I don't think ABC could have done another season though that it was no engagement. Like it was just let's leave and and figure it out and let's just leave together. I don't think that was that's in their contract. And this is the show. And I understand that because I yell at these people every season that mm-hmm. you know what you signed up for. And we know what we signed up for to watch. But it still boggles my mind that it's, oh, my God, you better get engaged or you have to break up. Like, I understand ABC wants the, the flash, the ring around. But they still could have done plenty of press with just them as a couple and a happy couple at that. I mean, I'm just, yeah. come on. Well, I mean obviously being engaged is is a big deal and big commitment but like you're not getting married like you're still when you're engaged you're still technically dating yeah yeah there's no contract you're not splitting anything when you're if you break up you're not getting married and then you're gonna have to figure out if you're you're gonna get a divorce like you're engaged and if you figure it out then you just break up yeah, I and, know. Like people say, you, you know, you, they only want to get engaged once, whatever. But it's not. I mean, I guess I just understand it. If it's more, you just want to be married once. Yes, trust I me. Know. I know plenty of people who have not only been married multiple times, but <laughs> married once but engaged multiple times. It yeah. happens. I, I feel like when you're engaged, you're you're technically you're just you're still dating. Yes. Just, just a deeper level of commitment, I guess. So really, if Blake, Blake could have avoided all of this concern if he just thought that way and just been like, listen. Right, like they're not, you're not getting married at on that, on the pedestal up there. Like you're just. We got plenty of time. I'm not downplaying being engaged, but it's, it's not like you're getting married. Correct. Then you have to figure out. Call from mom, answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Where you're going to live and, you know, all those important life decisions. Yeah. You're basically, you're, like you said, you're still dating. You just have a very expensive free ring on your hand. That's all. Exactly. I mean, that's the only difference. Exactly. So the next, I'd say, 20 minutes, all they do is build up that Blake isn't isn't ready for this. Blake can't do it. He's not going to be able to get engaged. You have Tasha talking about how, like, oh, my God, this could be the best ever or it could be the worst ever. <laughs> And then they, like, edit it so Katie's just standing by herself for, like, 45 minutes. All dressed. All dressed, and he's, like, in his sweat still. Oh, my God. I don't know. And they have her, like, arriving to the proposal scene, and he's still walking around choosing a ring. Like, don't you have to get ready? <laughs> I mean, the, the wolves are going to come out soon, the coyotes. Like, let's let's speed up this process. Yeah, like, like they, and they did say at the end they, that she was waiting for a while, but they made it seem like it was ours. Yeah, exactly. And so they finally get out to this area and she, she, you know, does her whole spiel of obviously basically saying like, yes, I want you to propose to me. Um, this is always she the most awkward. Exactly when you were supposed to. Exactly. This is always, always the most awkward part of the bachelorette since even though you're the person picking, they're the one that have to propose. And yeah, uh, that's a whole, we had a whole conversation at home about that. It's like, why can't the girls just propose? Which I'm not against, by the way. If, yep, sure. If Katie wanted to be the one to be like, no, I'm asking you. And that's how it's going to be. I'd be fine with that. But anyways. Yeah, why not? So she does this whole thing. And this was the only time I thought he might not actually propose. Because the whole time, like the way they're editing this, there's no way he's not. Because they're uh-huh. they're trying to send you one way. They're going to, means it go, it's going the other way. Yeah, but he, but he had this super long pause. And I'm pretty sure it was 24 seconds, but I mean And that's the first time where I thought, oh wow, he's actually not gonna propose. This is incredible. I was cringing. I was like, this poor girl. I was like, please don't, please just propose to her and take her away. <laughs> and I don't think she would be able to handle it. And at some point, and maybe I heard it wrong, but it sounded like, you know, you deserve whatever. And I'm afraid I can't give that to you or something along those were those yeah. lines. No, nope. he said, I can't give you what you came here for. And, and then a, another very long pause, probably like 15 to 20 second pause. And you could see like you, if you just stared at her face, because obviously that's what you were looking at. Cause that's what the camera was on. But her, like she kept a smile on, but her eyes were like, mm. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> ABC like, about to catch a murderer. After like everything we've been through, this is what you're like. You're dumping me right here, and then but, he goes because you deserve a lot more. Which uh, still isn't that great. No, it's not. So you're saying okay, you deserve a lot more than me, and I'm the default. But okay. <laughs> yeah, and so then uh, he proposes. She says yes. They literally ride off into the sunset. Um, which explains why she wore the dress she wore so she could actually get on the horse and, and ride away. 
Um, and funny enough, we saw after the credits that she wasn't in the dress, didn't have any trouble getting on the horse, but Blake in his tight pants yeah. apparently ripped his pants because they were a little too tight. So, um, yeah, 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 happy couple. Everyone's in, everyone's in a great mood and they're engaged. And then immediately, like, let's get Greg out here. It was all placed very, very strange. But I, I wish they did a, um, I wish they did a live feed of her family, like finding out because as we find out a little bit later, she didn't tell anyone. She didn't even tell her family that Blake was the one and that she was engaged. Yeah, and. Well, I mean, they'd obviously know Blake was the one, but that she was actually engaged. Yeah, and she maybe jokingly, maybe not, said, like, I didn't know if they could keep a secret. And I'm like, well, I mean, we both saw Aunt Lindsay. I, yeah, I buy that. Yeah. Because I could totally see her going around town being like, can you believe my friggin' niece is engaged to this piece of crap Canadian? Yeah. Or she would be the opposite, and she'd be like, I knew it would be you too. Like, you guys are the best. Like, it could easily go that way, because there's definitely people like that out there, too. Well, uh, yeah, that's a, that's a great point. Aunt Lindsay definitely could be the I am always going to be right, even when I'm not. So yeah. that's interesting. I could definitely, if we get any I sort like of... She's that that, like, petty type of person. Like, no, I was just making sure he was there for you and i knew i knew it was gonna be yeah it worked out only because i was there to make him I uncomfortable him the yeah mm -hmm. i did that's that for you i always knew you two were gonna be right for each other yeah that's that's, that's a good call who she is <laughs> and speaking of that's always who they are um let's get into greg v katie part two and um I, I mean, what did you make of this, whatever you want to call it, blow up, showdown, argument? It was a lot. Mm -hmm. I don't think I was expecting her to go so hard with it and just like, and just attack him so much. I mean, again, on Katie's side, um, I think it was a little much of how much he, she went towards him and I, I most I mean the majority of the social media that I saw was saying that she she it was a bit much for her and if you didn't love him why are you still so angry towards him and which I can kind of see that like if it was just a just a breakup and he he broke your heart or whatever but now you're engaged to someone else like why do you still care that much? I don't know. Um, I think that's maybe reading a bit more into it, but I I understand that theory and I'm not totally against it. Like I do believe that it was Greg for a long time. Like that was her pick and, and it was going to be the two of them at the end. And that's who she was supposed to be with. And then when it went South, um, you know, they both, deflected and it turned into this huge huge deal i do i i would believe that there would be feelings still there but you're also engaged to someone else so why are you still that angry i guess but it maybe that goes back to what we talked about earlier like you just watched it three times last night like 
to get your blood boiling or whatever, but I don't know. There could definitely be some feelings there still. Yeah. I, I think that it was a lot. Um, and this is again, someone who's 100% Katie in this situation, because I don't, you can dilly it up any you want. You will never convince me that Greg, this is not who Greg is. And that Greg is someone who will thrive off of abusive relationships. I'm just, I've, I've, I've met that person. I know that person, like he's all great and cool. And then he even continued to do it throughout this. And it sort of got overlooked because of how ferocious she was. And it was, Mm -hmm. I was excited for her because she, the last thing anybody saw with those two was her like begging him to stay. Yeah. And so I'm glad that she no, got I was her. Like, I was like, yeah, you go, girl. Then I was like, wait, uh, that's a little yeah, Exactly. So I'm glad she got her moment. And I, I think he deserved every bit of the just demoli- demolition that, that she, he got. However, um, and so I think she was just trying to make up for lost time of like, wait a minute. The last thing we saw was me crying and like, no, I'm. Yeah, no, these are all my feelings. Like, Yes. And you're going to, this is what I should have said on the show. And it should have been like my Claire thing with with what's his name, Juan Pablo, like just torching him. She should have done that right in the moment. And she realizes that now. Mm-hmm. Um, and because, it, like I said, it got overlooked because he continued to say, like, I'm sorry if you felt this way. I'm sorry if he at no point actually, even when she pointed that out, he said, no, no, I just said I'm sorry if you felt. Yeah. See, that is. You're like, saying it wrong. Oh, it is the perfect example of, and people don't like, oh, how dare you say gaslighting, whatever you want to use it, abuse, whatever. This is exactly how those type of people apologize. And it's not even just in relationships. It's in mm-hmm. friendships. They do it the same way. Oh, I'm sorry if you were offended or I'm sorry if, if you got upset. No, 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 no. Just say, look at me. I'm sorry for what I did. Mm-hmm. And at no point in this was Greg willing to say that. Yeah. No, I'm he, sorry he if I fully apologize. Yeah. I'm sorry yeah. if you were, if I made you feel this way, like, no, 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 no. Like you didn't make me like you did this. I'm not feeling a certain way. This, like, and so he, it, it got overshadowed a bit because she like went full, like blowtorch on him. So yeah, I like, get that. He's, he wasn't worth all that energy, but you do, you girl. <laughs> well, and he, his story kept changing even more. And he contradicted I'm, himself like almost every single time. So and, many times. And even and, Katie did sometimes, really. I mean, they, they both did. Um, but like when Katie said, I, I really believe like you were never there to be engaged. I mean, that's not true because you were with him and you kept saying it's you and I at the end of this. And like, it's, it's going to be us. So like, I mean, you knew it was, it should have, or would have been an engagement if he was the last one there. They both contradicted themselves. I think they were just, I think it got to the point where they didn't even know what they were saying. Yeah. They definitely like they were both seeing red and it was interesting that he specifically said, 
it's hard for me to open up and the disconnect for me was her not saying I love you. Even though he specifically said, so he doubled down on this, he specifically said pre-meltdown, oh, I don't need to hear it back. It doesn't matter that I don't hear it back. No, that was the big thing. You did need it. Katie took a page from your idea. Maybe he was just looking for the ripcord. You know, you, you were the first one to mention that last week. Maybe he was just looking for the exit. It was getting too serious and you needed to pull a stunt to, to get out of there. Yeah. And so as he continued his like faux apology, I do appreciate though that she made sure everybody watching knew about the acting class. Oh yeah. Yeah. And, and then I think it was Tasia or Caitlin were like, can you elaborate on that for the people that don't know what what you're talking about? And she's like, she did, he did acting classes. And and but while at the same time making clear, hey, it's not no one's saying you can't go to acting classes, but when it seems like you know you clearly just want a bigger platform, and he's like, I'm no Meryl Streep. <laughs> Which he clearly like, no kidding. <laughs> they were both definitely both saying the same thing, but in trying to insult the other one. But he clearly I, took that line from. So like, you want to say people don't look at social media, like because I've seen that a multiple times as he was saying his different various monologues throughout the season. Really, and so he, I guarantee you, he got that line from social media somewhere of like, oh, when they bring up the acting, I'm going to say, well, I'm no Meryl Streep. And clearly, so I mean, listen, if you're lucky enough, oh, so speaking of, and this is so maybe, uh, so I don't forget, and maybe you talk about it later. So I was watching a Netflix movie, um, Good on Paper. It's with uh, Liza Schlesinger, comedian. And it's like sort of a truish story that she went through. And she's sitting at the bar and who is she sitting at the bar with no other than tyler cameron really yes he had, he was in the movie for about 30 seconds and so i'm thinking so this oh, is tyler. why greg's taking acting classes okay so he wants to he wants to be tyler he wants to be a yeah a less good looking version of of tyler okay Much um, less. well tyler was never public enemy number one so good luck he was never um, an enemy and like Tyler has a fifteen pack, so bro, like, yeah, easy. Just say, maybe maybe get working on it. That's all I'm saying. Um, <laughs> and that's coming from someone who's out of shape. So whatever. <laughs> uh, but anyways, I I digress. So I'm glad that the acting thing got out there, even though people like yeah, us. Yeah, it wasn't just just a social media thing. Like it was yeah. legit and brought up. And listen, people listening to this, you and I, of course, we all know about it. Like we're we're in the weeds here. Yeah. But for the you know four or five million people who aren't following bachelor podcast on social media, which you should. Um, I think that it's good that it got out there and she was able to be like, even though you might think I'm being too hard on him right now. Yeah. This dude has been acting the whole time. Yeah. And I'm also glad that she defended being the bachelorette because guess what? She's the bachelorette. Yeah. So for him to that use such that a bizarre argument, like you're acting like the bachelorette, like obviously, like that's what she is. That's what she's doing. That's how you met. That's what show you're on. Uh, 
Like, oh my god, that's not an an argument. <laughs> Telling my uh, I'm a front runner. I don't. What are you talking about? Just being part of the show. We're like, yes, because I'm awesome. the star. Yeah, exactly. Like, you see these cameras? Like, do you not understand what was happening here? I'm very yes. confused. I think that was probably one of, if not the biggest, like, the weirdest argument of the night. Like, you're, you're, you are acting like the Bachelorette. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. How, how dare you? It's not act- like you're on another, a different show or something and you're, pretending you're on the bachelorette like that's this well, is where you are and that was one of my biggest issues early in the year about the guys acting like they're on survivor well guys you're not on survivor you don't get to vote people off the island well guess what she is the bachelorette and she does get to give roses out and she does get to go to the fantasy suite if she wants to with multiple and people have to have and, other relationships yeah i mean this is lit quite literally the show and yes She's the lead and she gets to do what she wants. And so you can complain about, well, she decided to tell Blake that she loves him and end the show. So why couldn't she end the show and leave with me? I was like, well, maybe because you were acting like a three-year-old. Just saying. So a lot of that got blown over because she went so scorched earth on him. So there were definitely the pro Greg people were out like that was too much. And while I don't totally disagree, I also, I'm not going to say it wasn't all warranted because I thought he acted like a child and I think that's who he is. And you could say all you want about, no, he was just hurt and what fine. But if you're hurt and the first thing you do is go into this mode of trying to make the other person feel like everything they say is wrong and they're the cause of everything, all the issues that that's not great. Mm-hmm. That's not great. Yeah. And it was weird that it, we went from happy engagement to let's scream at my ex-boyfriend. I, I get that. And him trying to play and then with close it. it out with love. And, and then to have like break at Blake out there who, I mean, can you imagine them cr- cr- passing each other in the hallway? Like, huh. it, so if, if Blake and Greg are on their way to state, like, do you think they say anything? Does Blake be like, stay away from Probably my not. girl? Or I don't know. I feel like after Blake watched last night, or not last night's episode, but last week's episode, I think he was probably like, I think you downplayed this a bit more. <laughs> It actually was, especially now that you're, like, going at it on stage. Like, I think there was a bit more to Greg than than you let on to. Yeah, and listen, if, if Brian and Rachel can be happily ever after, I know I mentioned it before, but mm-hmm. that was as big of a showdown as we've seen on this show with, with her and Peter, and there's no one seemingly that have ha- has had a better run than, than her and Brian, so... Um, for, for those saying, and I saw plenty of you out there, um, watching the show live and saying like, oh, if she's so happy and engaged, why is she still this upset? It worked for, for them. And so, listen, I don't know how this is going to go. I mean, listen, I thought, I thought Peter might stay with his, his person for six months. So what do I know? And that lasted a day and a half. So who knows? Um, 
I'd like to think that this will be at least a year. That's fair. And I don't know where your head's at, but I they seem at this point, if you take Greg out of the equation, I know it's hard to do. Seems to they. I'd say one to two. Okay. I, I, I'd maybe stretch it to two. I I do think that. Well, it could be a good thing or a bad thing, but I think they're extremely similar. Mm-hmm. Um, what? Because he has a vibrator. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Aunt Lindsay. Uh, um, I think they're both independent. Like she's she's fine if he leaves for a month, and and that's exactly what sounds like that's what she's looking for. Like she doesn't have to be with someone 24 seven. So I think it, it could actually work. Yeah. I'll be very curious to see where they figure out where you're going to live. Yeah. It'll be very curious to see where they both end up. What country, what state, um, what continent, because if he's, I didn't realize he had to spend, I knew he, he took trips over to Africa. I didn't know he was there for like a month at a time. So, um, I, I think that's fine. I mean, listen, you do what you got to do for work. Um, yeah. But it would be very interesting to see if he's spending, is that one month a year? Is that one month every five months? We'll see. I mean, obviously yeah. they're going to sort of do their victory lap here and um, then it'll be curious what their next steps are publicly. You know, does the, the press tours. Yeah. Does the Katie and Blake podcast come out or um are they just all going to festivals what's happening but um you have to see which lane they get in for for post show uh i thought it was interesting did you watch them on kimmel after i did after so it was i I meant to i meant to record it after because i was about 45 minutes to an hour behind last night and i never I never recorded it, so. So David it. Spade was the the guest host, which is appropriate yeah. because he's going to be one of the hosts for Bachelor in Paradise, which starts next week. Yeah. Uh, but they had sort of like they played the newlywed game, basically, and yeah. they they had to call it something different so they didn't get sued. But they basically they played the newlywed game, and he they didn't quite know what each other's eye color was. I think he said her eye color was brownie greeny and so that's when david was like you mean hazel <laughs> he's like oh yeah that's what it is so yeah, I mean, you know all, all the apples might not be in the cart but they had them both answer how many times have they since they've gotten engaged Mm-hmm. And I don't know the time period for how long ago this happened exactly. I don't know if you do. No, I no, I mean I would assume um two months, a month. So she said forty-three times, which is a very specific number. Yes. And he said thirty times. I don't know So between thirty and forty three. <laughs> yeah. So listen, if that's a month, that's a lot. If it's two months eh, for like in the honeymoon period, yeah, true. Uh, but again, maybe maybe he's. I know you also have to sort of hide from each other because you can't be seen together. Right. So they probably had to be. They probably had to be separate for a little bit. So yeah, and uh, and we also found out that Bachelorette starts on ten nineteen. So it really is going to be non stop. I mean, we we sort of overview like oh yeah it's really going to be a lot but i mean we're going to bachelor in paradise next week and then 
right into Michelle's season of The Bachelorette. Then I guess we'll get a break for Christmas and then come right back for whoever the bachelor is going to be. And before we, we, we move on, I guess is, is the bachelor on this season or is it on Michelle's season? I don't know. I mean, maybe I guess I hopefully Michelle. (laughs) I mean, because with timing, it almost, it almost might have to be from this season. Yeah. Or it could have, or it could be from past seasons too. You know how they randomly go back. Um, I don't know. I mean, hopefully not Greg. Let's say that. Oh God. Um, I would think he has too much of a like tarnished reputation. I will say again, shocked how many people right, but the, were and then still like waving the say. flag, and that's I just what I, was I don't say. Then you have everyone who's saying he really did nothing wrong. So um, maybe he does have more of a fan base than we would think, or we, we assume. Um, I mean, Michael A would be great, but you know, his situation with his son. Um, Andrew said he would do it. Yeah. I mean, Andrew would, would be good. I don't know if he, I mean, we say this a lot. I don't know if he could carry a whole, season like i mean he's he's interesting but like he with justin like he and justin like they're they seem like good guys but i don't know if you could do a whole 12 week season of based on their i don't know personalities i guess yeah listen i think andrew would have a lot of fun with it and i think michael's like the good guy not that Andrew's not, but like specifically like the wholesome and the, his story obviously is incredible what he's been through. Yeah. Um, but I definitely think Andrew would be more of the fun bachelor, whereas Michael, not that he wouldn't have fun, but it would definitely be more centered around like, I need to find the person who, you know, is going to be, you be know, more help, serious. Yeah. Help raise my son and like, you know, this awful thing that I've been through. Whereas Andrew, I definitely think would be more of like a fun vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I do wonder as, as funny as he is. And also he does have that, those couple things surrounding him, you know, like those, those tweets, the past tweets from years ago. And so does Justin. Yeah. Justin has a few, even so a few bizarre more. bizarre that it was never brought up like a Rachel thing. Well, you know why? Cause he didn't win. And that's the thing. Like we would not have had that big. Right, and we talked about that, but, like, he made it to top two, and it wasn't, like... That's true. You better... It wasn't, like, hate Justin Club. Like, everyone loved him. So it was, like, really... <laughs> like, I feel with, like, with Rachel, it was basically, like, everyone was just writing her off. Like, how could you be this type of person and end up with Matt? And why would Matt choose you and all this stuff? So it's, it's interesting. <sighs> uh, anything else from this... Dramatic season finale. I don't think so. I mean, they they had to milk that Lane Hardy song one <laughs> with the with the boom boxes in the crowd. But um, other than that, hopefully they last more than a year, and we shall see. We're pulling for you, for you know, um, as far as bachelor bachelorette couples go. Um, the actual ones that meet on the show, not the 
Yeah. Not the people who find each other through other means. Yeah. You know, the fact that Tasha's still with, with Zach and um, like we said, obviously Rachel and Brian are very happy. So yeah, Blake, and, we wanted to hate you, but oh my god, I wanted to hate him so bad. Oh. But you ended up being okay. I really, I, I was the last person. Like from the moment he showed up, I was like, no, get this man off my television, and he won me over. And it's annoying because yeah. he seems like a good guy, and ah, we all want to be right, people. Yeah, and we have to. I think it's very important to realize sometimes you're not going to be right, and that's okay. You can be wrong. I was wrong about Blake, and it's fine. Yeah. Was there anything else non-Katie, Greg, Blake going on in the world? Um, well, it's kind of Greg-related, but oh. I don't know if you saw the story about him hanging out with Bree from, from last season. Um, but he, he basically there was a picture of him well, kind of – holding slash touching hands with Brie while they're waiting in line to get into a place. Um, and supposedly someone went up to him and, and said, oh, can I get a picture with you? And he was like, oh, we're trying to be discreet and like all this stuff. And then the next day, Brie um, posted a picture of her holding hands with, I guess, her boyfriend and said current relationship status and the hand is definitely not Greg's. Um, so mm. like, what did Greg mean like that? Was that story even true? But there are pictures of them waiting in line together, like to get into a restaurant or a club or something. That's was interesting. Mm, um, and then unfortunately Tyler broke up with his girlfriend or he and his girlfriend broke up. I don't know. It's coming out saying that she broke up with him. Some, some places are saying he broke up with her, so he's mm. now back on the market, I guess. Ladies, 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 There's give him a shout. A for him and Hannah. That's right. Let's, let's holding out. Holding out, out hope. It's gonna happen. It's finally gonna happen. Someday. Mark my words. Ah, <sighs> we can only hope. If we got Jared and Ashley together, and I mean we, as in. Us you too, yep. not Bachelor Nation. This is a true story. Ask Jared about it. We've talked true about it here. Um, why can't we do this? Why can't we make this happen for for this couple that's just meant to be? Yep. I think it that needs someday. That needs to be now the goal. I think to get them together. Um, we'll start working on that. That is that is Even coming up she's next. In a happy relationship right now. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Doesn't matter is right. So uh, Bachelor in Paradise is here. It's next week. It's going to be like every person you've ever known from Bachelor Nation. So prepare a lot for of faces that you forgot. Oh my god, and some you never wanted to see again. Um, yeah. But prepare for whiplash because I have a feeling this is going to go a million miles an hour. Mm -hmm. uh, it's the only way you're going to get through this many people in like four weeks or whatever it's going to be. So and some big names too, like Becca's back and Tia, which is shocking for Becca to be going. Kendall but and Joe, yeah, yeah, um, very. I, I loved them together, so we'll see how that goes. Looks like there's fireworks and can we can we get them back together? That would be a good one too. They're just meant to be together, so I... yeah, we got to start working on that one too. 
Oh, so we'll see. Lil John is going to be there and David Spade. It's going to be the train wreck of all train wrecks. We can't wait. Uh, don't forget to follow along at Bachelor Podcast across all socials. Um, our Bachelor expert, the one Katie that didn't do any yelling this season. Katie, thank you so much. Thank you. And we'll see you guys back here with Bachelor in Paradise. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey.